Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yes, sir. Uh, uh, the mother guys ain't got no style. We know what's up before we go down. This is the rundown. This is the rundown. If you ain't know the deal, I bet you know now. This is the fans' voice. You hit on both cows. This what the people need and what they want now. This is the rundown. This is the rundown. If you ain't know the deal, I bet you know now. This is the rundown. This is the rundown. This is the rundown. If you ain't know the deal, I bet you know now. CL and I'm back gonna run down sports podcast gotta know that and I'd like to thank all y'all for coming and joining me however you're joining me hopefully it's through the rundown.com that's da rundown.com gotta know it and we are the new voice in Atlanta sports and hip hop you can get that right here then right here free air time to come out subscribe on iTunes YouTube Oh, yes, and we about to be on the Stitcher Radio. Got an odds? So, uh, I hope y'all enjoying these podcasts we've been doing. I just recently did one with Keith Nelson of Culture the Food. And we did some sports. We did some hip-hop. Real good stuff, man. If you uh, in the podcast, you listen to that Jalen and Jacoby show. They did the hip-hop bracket. And... We know we broke that down, talked about Outkast winning, even talking about the, you know, the finale that they about to put on. We just got all over the place, but uh, we're going to pop off a thing I'm trying to do at least once a week while I get my boy Dave show on the line to come talk some Falcons before it go down. We didn't catch them last week. They had that Thursday game. It is what it is, but um. Ain't no telling, man. It's pretty much a dry week when it comes to the Falcons news. So, I don't know. We might get into a little bit of anything. Who knows? But, if I know Dave, he up for anything. All right. Joining me today on the Rundown Sports Podcast. Got to know that. Is a friend of mine. Y'all know already. Dave Schultz from the Falcoholic. What's going on, Dave? Not much, man. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate you coming on, man. And, uh... Got you via Skype. You sound a little better now. I, I do. I do. It's I cleared up my voice a little bit, I guess. That what's up, man. So everything been going good with you over there at the Falcoholic? Yeah, it's going well. They're feeling good about the Falcons right now, which is a, a nice change of pace. Okay. Uh, 
No overreactment from that last win, you know, 14 or 56. Trying not to. I mean, you know, you look at that Buccaneers team and they're a mess. Uh, mm -hmm. they're, they're a big mess. I didn't expect them to be anywhere near this bad, but, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to get too excited right now about that win. It, I mean, it was fun. I enjoyed it. It was great, but I don't know that you can take too much away from it. Yeah, you're right about that. Cause, um, I'm about to say, unless you just had all the Atlanta Falcons on your fantasy team, it really ain't make a difference. No, nah, we we got a couple of people that do have just Falcons on their fantasy team, though. They did have a nice week. Yeah, I, I'm well. You know me. I'm I'm a I'm a Saints fan at heart, so I don't really fool with no Falcons at all on my fantasy <laughs> team. I feel like it might be bad luck. So I don't Can't get, blame you. I don't get caught in that. Now, uh, a couple things did happen Thursday night that piqued my ears. Um, one, the Devin Hester breaking Dion record while he was in the house. And I'm about to say, I don't know what type of league everybody else playing in, but I got a league where, you know, special teams get you points for your man, whether it's a, a you know, touchdown or not. So I think. Going forward from what I see, like the four wide receiver sets for Devin Hester, I think it might work out to where he's probably the number three instead of Harry Douglas. Uh, I don't know, man. What's your two takes on them things, man? What, but I guess I can say shout out to Devin Hester, man. You're probably the best to ever do it. Yeah, I mean, that was awesome to watch. I mean, not only just seeing him break that record and, and you know, just scoring – all kinds of different ways like that that reverse out of the backfield is great but you know special teams is where he makes his money and, and having Deion Sanders in the house they had a great post game interview like that was a cool thing to see and and I'm really surprised I think so far at Devin Hester and, and just what he's been able to do for the offense because I my expectations were low I mean we all saw what he did in Chicago for the last four or five years and it was nothing on offense, and it's looking like maybe Chicago just didn't know what to do with him because he looks great so far. And you know, I I think I think you're absolutely right. I don't know if you can count on him to score every week, but the special teams value there—if you got a scoring format or or a special teams format, anything like that—he's definitely the number three guy. And if Roddy's not healthy, maybe he's even number two. Now what? Uh, Roddy said he's playing Sunday, right? Yes, yeah, he said that, and uh, I, I, I think he's going to. I do. Okay, now you, I'm sure you watched the game on TV, correct? Yes. Does Phil Sims ruin the games for you sometimes? Yeah, he does. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's, there's not a lot of great announcers, man, but he gets on my nerves. Twitter be letting him have it, straight up. I, I, I had did a, a search of it. I wanted to do a little post. Uh, I decided not to because I know it'll come back up again as uh, long as there's an NFL season and Phil Sims is causing, calling games. But, um, yeah, he do say some ridiculous stuff. Yeah, he's, I don't know. He, he just doesn't seem to be watching the, the game. Saying obvious things. Some of the things. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Things I, that are maybe happening on a different football field in a different universe somewhere else. I don't know. <laughs> It's not there. I'm going to have to bring that up another time because that's like a whole subject in of itself. Like, 
why uh, CBS and Fox, you know, pick certain anchors to be their number ones. If they was really honest with themselves, they probably would be doing some reshuffling. Well, yeah, uh, I, think so. I ain't gonna bog that down, you know. man. Let's uh, let's keep it back on the Falcons. I don't know what we're gonna call this thing when we start doing it every week. I don't know if it's gonna be the Falcons Corner or the Fast Falcon. I don't know. Come up with some fancy name. But uh, right now, I guess we can go right ahead and talk about the next game coming up, which is at the Vikings. A couple things I'm concerned with, and I guess we can go back to the fantasy angle. Uh, What's what's going on with the running back situation? Because I thought Devontae Freeman might separate himself, but that it seems he's hitting that rookie curve already. I know Smith just went down. Rodgers still not looking dependable. And, of course, Steven Jackson, I don't know. He's he looking old right now. Yeah, it's kind of a mess. I mean, it's, you know, if, you, if you're playing fantasy, uh, you know, with running backs, the last thing you want to hear is a committee. The, the last thing, the really last thing you want to hear is a committee with four guys. And, and I think that, you know, Steven Jackson's been, been fine, but you'd expect him to have scored more by now. They're not really putting the ball in his hands when they get close. Uh-huh. Uh, Rogers hasn't done much of anything. Freeman was, was disappointing. I, you know, I figured he's not going to get on the field for a while. Um, cause they worry about him fumbling. He can't pass protect yet, but you know, he got all those carries in garbage time and, and just didn't do much with him. So I, I think that's a setback for him. You know, I, I look at that and I say, hey, the only two guys I want to own are Steven Jackson just because he's got the most carries. He's still the goal line guy. And then I'm probably going to own Smith because the guy seems to be good for a score every game or two. But, you know, he's only doing it on three to five to maybe six touches. So, Yeah, that's a know, little not, bit of a gamble. Yeah, it's a big gamble. There's nobody reliable in that whole committee. And that's that's the thing. If you're if you're a fantasy guy, you, you stay away. Just Go with another team's running backs. Yeah, I told you. I, I don't mess with them Falcons. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, not even Julio. Nah, I mean, if you, if I have my choice between Julio and A.J. Green, I'm going A.J. Green. Put it like that. I, I can understand it. I respect it. All right. Now, this is Teddy Bridgewater's first start. What do you think the Falcons going to be trying to do to confuse the young boy? I think they're hoping they're going to be able to get some pressure on him. I think it's, uh, you know, it hasn't really worked for him so far this year. They finally did it against the Buccaneers. It worked a little bit, which was good. Uh, it was good to see, but, you know, you got to be skeptical because we all know what the Buccaneers are like. And I don't think the Vikings have a great offensive line, but, you know, I, I think really the game plan is just going to be get after him, hit him, hope he turns the ball over, and, and hope that, you know, he can't get it to Cordell Patterson because, that's the only guy that I'm really, really worried about uh, coming into this game. Yeah, uh, definitely. I mean, Saints played him last week, and I really wasn't expecting him to do much, but he was a concern. Uh, it, it looks like without Adrian Peterson, that, that attack is just not going to be there. I think that team is built around having the threat of, you know, 
having that running back there, so you got to stack the box. You ain't got to stack the box against Minnesota. It's going to be easy. Easy pickings. Oh, oh. It looked like that. Look at the Saints, you know. I just, I don't. That's fine when they get back on track. I gotta, I gotta see what's going on with the Saints offense. Something is not right. Is that's cause I don't know if you got a chance to peep that game out, but it shouldn't have been as close as it was. I, that was disheartening as a Saints fan, but I guess if you're a Falcons fan, you kind of like what you see and you just hope it continues. I, that's, that's accurate, you know. I can't, <laughs> I can't deny that. No. But it's, uh, it is kind of obviously Breeze and, and Brady kind of looking a little bit old at the same time. And you don't expect to see that. Yeah, man. I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm out of sync with that. Cause Brady, even though I don't really like the Patriots too much, Brady still went to Michigan. So, you know, shout out to him for that. I don't like this. I wasn't ready to see him go down in flames yet. No, um, I want to talk to you about Bill Simmons. We got a few minutes left. But I'm I'm looking at the Falcons schedule. And you still sitting on like nine and seven? Yeah, I haven't moved yet. I think uh you know, I didn't expect them to to win the two games the way they did. I didn't expect them to blow out the Buccaneers. I didn't expect them to look that bad against the Bengals, but they've won the games I thought they'd win. They've lost the game I thought they'd lose so far, so you know, I'm, I'm looking at it as I, I can see him, you know, having some road bumps against a team like the Giants. Who, you know, I'm looking over at the TV right now. They're up 14 nothing. But, uh, you know, I, I do think this is a 9-7 team. They, they got the offense to be better than that, but I'm going to need to see more from the defense before I can go higher. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it, and what I do is I judge it by quarterback and – you got Giants. I'm still like in about just because of the whole team. I mean, I like you said, they they up right now, but it's Thursday night. I don't even care what happens on Thursday nights. Okay. Um, but you got after that, you got Jay Cutler, Joe Flacco, Matt Stafford, and you know the Bucks. Without well, be a win, and then I don't know what to think about Carolina. How concerned are you that, you know, around that time in the season, Carolina might be coming into shape? I'm worried about it. I think, you know, I kind of – I probably put them a little bit lower than most people did at the bottom of the division, 7-9. and nine. And I still think that's possible because they don't, they don't have a ton of receivers. Um, they still – That boy Benjamin looking tight. He, he looks amazing. Yeah, he's it. Yeah. He's all they got far that's been good enough. And I, I've been impressed. Been, you know, it's, uh, it, Aaron, I, I worry about the, the Panthers. They got a tough defense and the, the Falcons, you know, Panthers have played them tough, always played them tough. So I, I don't, I, I'd rather be meeting them now where they're sorting things out, but we don't get to choose. Yeah, I know that, man. Now, before we got on air, I mentioned the Bill Simmons story. Um, I'm guessing you listen to the BS Report too. Yep. Uh, one of my favorite podcasts. Shout out to Grantland and everybody over there. Jalen Jacoby, uh, Pop the Trunk, Hit the Deck. Y'all know what it is. But 
Your boy got in a little bit of trouble. Bill Simmons, he really got fly with his mouth. Dare ESPN to suspend him because he was going off on a commissioner. And nothing he was saying was wrong. Everything he was correct about is just, I guess, the way he said it. I don't understand it. Um, What's your take on it, man? You know, the only thing I can figure listening to it and, and looking at it is, you know, he did... Who's saying to ESPN basically, you know, go ahead, you know, call me out, do something to me, me. And I think that, you know, the network being the network, you know, they don't take kindly to that kind of stuff. But th- there was nothing wrong with what he was saying. It's something everybody's been saying for the last month, you know, which is that Goodell's done a terrible job, which he has. He doesn't know what he's doing, which he doesn't. And, you know, he's a liar, which is what he called him. And, you know, I see no evidence that the guy did anything but lie. So it's it's just it's disappointing that you know, on one hand you're spending in there for going after the commissioner, which is what everybody else is doing and everybody else should be doing, or you're suspending him because he kinda sorta said something about the network he works for, you know, about the ESPN brand and either way, that's just not something you suspend a guy three weeks over. Ah oh, man it- I'm like, I need my BS report. You know, that's one of them type of podcasts that I know me and you can really relate to because he's coming from that same perspective. Um, He, you know, is a fan and is really passionate and educated about what he talks about. And, you know, he comes off in a real clever, witty way. And... I don't know. It seems like ESPN, it's like they give him the leash, but every time he gets a little bit too out there, they got to go and reprimand him and, and put him away in the closet. I'm I'm real curious to see how this relationship turns out, uh, you know, for the next few years. Because, I mean, I know they're funding it right now and they're green lighting everything, but... I don't know. If he gets it big enough, I could see him moving on at some point. Yeah, and, you know, maybe he should. I, I'd hate to, to see anything happen to Grantland because I love Grantland. You know, the podcasts are great. Uh, the articles are great. It's a lot of good stuff on there. So, you know, you'd hope he could quit, take it with him in some form. But it's uh, it's one of those things. At some point, he's, he's going to get tired of it. And I, I think that he knows he can make his money another way too maybe it's a little bit less but you can only take being you know suspended and slapped on the wrist for stuff that isn't even a big deal for so long uh-huh. yeah man it's it's, it's interesting because i mean they just got on Stephen a a few weeks ago and that was from michelle beetle a fellow espn employee coming i mean she wasn't coming at him but she was just you know disagreeing with the guy uh I don't know. They they got some things to sort out over there at the worldwide leader. I ain't gonna beat they up. On, I ain't gonna beat up on them, man. Um, before we get out of here, anything you want to send the people to? Yeah, um, you know we're on the site. We just had a great interview with uh, Mike Ken, who's up for the Hall of Fame this year, mm. and uh, you know, really great player, one of the best tackles in history. If it, you know, if you ask me, so. That's a good read. That's on the site right now, www.thefalcoholic.com. And, you know, if you want to follow us during the uh, 
the game on Sunday for a lot of really, really lame jokes uh, at the Falcoholic. All right, man. Yeah, I hear that. Y'all, y'all come follow my boy Dave Schultz on the Falcoholic. Hey, man, I appreciate you coming on. Hey, thanks for having me, man. Always a good time. All right, that was Dave Schultz from the Falcoholic. Shout out to him coming through, kicking it with your boy, giving y'all y'all Falcons weekly. Uh, we're going to try to do this at least once a week with Dave. You know, things happen. If not, we, we're going to do at least something once a week with the Falcons, though. Because the boy's spinning off in a new direction. Y'all can keep up with what we're doing over here on DougRundown.com, D-A. I'm going to get up out of here. This is at The Rundown Sports on Twitter. And I am at CL, the main event on Twitter. Got to know that. And I'm out here. Peace. Peace.